This the intro, bitch. Yep, it is. And Belichick ain't shit without fucking Brady, and it's going to show right now. Nah, I don't say that. You don't think so? Nah. Belichick steal the shit? Defense, he a defensive minded coach. He put a number on us. It's not this season? It's not hard for anybody to put a number on (laughs) 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 Everybody gonna be your nigga once you got it. What's up, y'all? It's the Drunken Nights. You got me, King K. Yeah. We got brother to the night. Yeah. Boss Hoop is on his way. Yeah. And we are the yes, Drunken Knights. <laughs> Protect us <laughs> the truth. You bitch, you. Um, I still think that we are the number one self-help podcast on the World Wide Web. Why do you still? Who, because who, I heard somebody else say that. Who? It, it, it It's somebody way more famous than us. So? Fuck yeah. you. I heard him say that, and I was just like, they are pretty good. He is pretty good, because I listened to him. Who? Um... Doctor John, some he fuck with Ramsey, the Ramsey nigga, the financial Ramsey nigga, uh, but he but he's a part of his little shit or whatever, and he was like, this is the number one, or the best. I'm like, you are pretty good, but nigga, man, he stole that shit from us. Man. He had to fuck nigga. He white fuck you. He white and he stole it from us he, niggas. He a fuck nigga, man. Fuck Wigga. I'm a- <laughs> <laughs> and I'm gonna listen to him tomorrow. <laughs> But yeah, man, I feel like we are the most honest and most vulnerable. One thing that I realize that people do on shit like that, though, is that we do differently. People try to help other people, right, with they shit or whatever. But nobody does it in the way in which we do it, which is... Um, I'm helping myself, where bitch. If you want to talk about something, bro, it's a microphone over there, too. But the way that we do this shit is by... We are the most honest and vulnerable people, I think. I think we've been the most... I haven't heard anybody talk in depth the way that we do about our shit and our growth and our vulnerabilities and what we going through and a lot of times we're not even giving game to other people we just talking to each other about our shit and they just be like man y'all help me so much (laughs) so yeah yeah we the number one still okay yeah fuck them um fuck you white man (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How was your weekend, brother? Man. I'm sorry I missed wine after work. I had to go to the studio. Yeah, man. Uh, wine after work was cool, man. Uh, shout out to uh, everybody that came through, man. I really uh, appreciate everybody for showing up and whatever. I'm doing Take That Tuesday this Tuesday, too, at Coaches. So pull up the coaches this Tuesday, man. Uh, what time? It's gonna be late, bro. Cause you know we, we like gotta fuck it. So we gonna do like fuck it on. No, we can do it too. Do it first and then. Yeah, we still okay. do it. Cause I got there at ten thirty and they had just started, so yeah, we can still do it. Damn, this will be my first take that Tuesday. Then. Um. Yeah, man. I uh, but the the shout out to uh. Bam and Cam, man, she came in from Orlando. Just Did for, she? Yeah, she was only there for about like an hour, man. And, and then flew back up. out. Yeah, man, that's fine. Just, just to say happy birthday to a nigga, man. So yeah, man, I appreciate you, Bam, and uh, everybody else that showed up, man. I appreciate y'all for showing love, man. And shit, uh, I got some disturbing news when I was there, man. So it was tough to kind of perform. Mm-hmm. Uh. It's tough to talk, kind of perform the rest of that night, man. And it kind of put me in like a a little downer, man. I talk about it more on Tuesday, man, because I don't okay. know if I really yeah. put it out there like that, man. But yeah, yeah, I've been fucked up all weekend, pretty much. I had a, uh, I, I enjoyed last night. Last night was a great distraction. I needed mm-hmm. a distraction. And there was a Christmas party. I wish this nigga would hurry up and get here so we can talk about it. But uh, there was. Was you still here at that during that time? What you mean? For him, 
Left. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Nigga. All right. The yeah. End. Go ahead. My bad. Huh? The, so the fallout. Cause I left. I didn't see the fallout. You was. You was. You was. Did you leave right after he left? He left, and then she came in and went and looked in the room. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay. Okay. Yeah. Hey, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. I, I didn't see nothing that happened after that though. Yeah, yeah. Okay. But yeah, man, that was It was it was it was an amazing time. That was that was the only thing I was gonna say about my weekend because yeah. just that <coughs> I had to take my daughter shopping again. But yeah, it's been tough to get out the bed, bro. Nigga, yeah. I get it. I don't know what the news is that you heard, but if it's on top of what you've already kind of like been, yeah. like, you know what I mean, processing with yourself and all of that shit already, I already know shit is heavy. Yeah. But you getting out the bed though, right? I did come here. Today? Yeah. Man, we got to fucking, we got to force ourselves to, man. One thing that I realized <clears throat> since since I left the crib and shit, man, is that like I, I've I've been able to see a lot of things, you know what I mean? Clearly now. One of the things that I, I kinda lacked was structure. You know what I mean? Like I was always just going with whatever needed to be done or whatever, whatever. And so now I've I've created a regimen. A routine. Yeah, like the first thing I do now when I wake up in the morning, no matter if I'm waking up late or whatever, I got to get my prayers and my prayers is of gratitude. You know what I mean? Like my prayers is not of complaining. Mm -hmm. And then I immediately drop down, do my pushups. No matter what the fuck is going, there's times that I shit, I didn't sit there and I did my prayers. I didn't get up, start brushing my, I'm like, oh shit. Mm -hmm. Nope. Let me go and do my shit. Make sure my motherfucking bed it's made mm -hmm. before I fucking leave this crib. Make sure that motherfucker. So it's just like creating a a, a regiment just to give me the discipline for later shit when I need that discipline. When so I get my brain trained on like structure. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> that helps me get up. You know what I mean? That helps me get up knowing that I I've given myself this regiment of what the fuck I need to do. And to, you took care of you before you took care of anything else. Yeah. So, nigga, if that's some shit you might need to do, nigga, that'll help you get about the bed. That'll help you start moving around. Just create whatever the fuck it is. It ain't got to be what I'm doing, but just some some regiment to the way that you start your fucking day. Like, this is the way that your day is going to start. Yeah. So, that's something that, like, now I take uh, I take that shit serious now. Mm-hmm. For real, like, and at first thing, my prayers was not of gratitude. <laughs> <laughs> it was not. <laughs> I, uh, yeah, I had a great joke. <laughs> <laughs> but that it that helps, man. Creating creating structure, man, and and creating routine, and and it's rooted in. It's rooted in positivity. Because mm -hmm. it's motherfuckers that literally wake up trying to figure out how can I make my day worse than it was yesterday. <laughs> and they don't know that they doing that shit. They will literally wake up and think about what the fuck, the fuck shit that happened yesterday. And they will start their day off about the oh, fuck no, shit that, that happened yesterday. It's yesterday. And they hold energy for the rest of the fucking day is built upon the fuck shit that happened yesterday. Mm -hmm. Nah, man. Today's the most important time of your life. Yeah. Mm. Today is the most important time of your life. Yesterday, you can't re-edit. The future is uncertain. I don't give a fuck how much you prepare for it. But right now, right now, in this moment, this is the important time of your fucking life. Yeah, so you got to give me that pussy, baby. Hey. <laughs> you can die tomorrow. <laughs> I know you want to fuck on me now. Yeah. Come on now. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> What are we gonna do yeah, if what, we don't fuck? Yeah, what is we gonna do? You know what I mean? And then tomorrow you lose a leg. Yeah. 
Oh, it's gonna make the, it's gonna be easier to get the pussy. Then. Leverage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Feel sorry for yourself. See. <laughs> uh, I fuck you, you little pirate bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but nah, man. That that uh, yeah, figure out what it is for you, man. As I want to say, it's just men, but as just people in general. We do have to have structure, man. Yeah, we I, really do have to have structure. I saw. I just saw some. Uh, I was reading something the other day, man. They were saying like, uh, no successful man. Every every successful person has a routine. Yeah. You know, and it's non-negotiable. Mm-hmm. Like it's non-negotiable. I don't give a fuck if I'm running late from work. I have to fucking do this mm-hmm. because I know that this is preparing me for whatever the fuck happens in the future. When I'm gonna need this type of structure and discipline, I already have the mindset that I I know that I can do shit like that. You know what I mean? So it's like start that shit with simple shit. Like I already know you, nigga. You a nigga who you make your bed already. That's some shit already for you. But it's a lot of niggas that don't. It's a lot of people that fucking don't. Nah, my shit got it. Like motherfuckers, like the feeling that I get now when I nigga when I get back to the crib and yeah. I go into my room and in shit and bed, I see my man. shit. I see my shit like the feeling that I get like cause I I, I I did the work that I needed to do before I even got here. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So it's like it may sound simple making your bed before you leave the house, but the mentality that goes into what that is is beneficial because it's the same thing as if this is your goal, but right now you putting the work in. So when you come back and you open the door and you see that your goal, like, damn. It's the same thing. That shit like, fire. Like when I go out of town, I, before I go out of town, I make sure my crib is spotless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because when I come home, yeah, you want to, yeah, you want to walk into, yeah. Because that that shit, even with simple shit like that, because you leave out of town, you go to a hotel room, it's spotless. The shit mm-hmm. is clean. Everything is good. If you come back home and your shit fucked up. Mm-hmm. That shit put you in a different space. Yeah. You were just like you were just in a space where everything was clean and good. So yeah, man. Structure. We all need some fucking structure. Whatever the fuck that looked like to you. Yeah, I gotta do a, a nice purge of shit. That too. Yeah, cause it, when I come home now, I, like some of the shit I be looking at, like, man, it's a lot of clutter. In here, man. Some of this shit just gotta gotta go. It don't need to be here, man. Yeah. I'm just holding on to it just because. Yeah. Man, go ahead, get rid of that shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So. You wouldn't always like that, though, would you? No, I've always been. Like you that. always been like that. What you mean? Just holding on to shit. Yeah. Yeah. Some sometimes, you know what I mean. But it's easy for me to let shit go too. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, like man, look, you know what? I don't need this shit. Fuck it. Get rid of it. But sometimes, like me, like I, I be wanting to sell it, like, like yeah. Like, man, <laughs> I, shit, I don't want to just get this shit up for free. <laughs> but, <laughs> but sometimes you just got like just to, for the peace of mind, you just but man, get rid of this shit. Nigga, that's how I used to be. Uh, I won't even say used to be. I'm still like that, nigga. That's how I be when I get into like a deep cleaning mm-hmm. mind state. Like, fuck this shit. This shit need. And so I'll tell, I tell the whole crib, hey, if y'all want it. Put it in a place where you want it to be. Because I'm telling you right now, I'm throwing shit away. Mm-hmm. So if you want it, you you better put it somewhere. Because mm-hmm. I'm throwing it away. I don't give a fuck what it is. I'm throwing that shit away. Mm-hmm. And I'm throwing it away because you didn't put it where you wanted it to be <laughs> at. So don't come to me later talking about, did you throw away? Yes, I did. I threw all that shit away. Because I do the same shit with my shit. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I'll find shit that I'll be like... I'll find it and be like, damn. But I'll be like, but I didn't think about this shit for the last three months. Yeah, you know what I mean? I'll be like, is. I ain't thought about this shit in the last three months. It don't mean as much to me as I think that it does just because I just found it. Yeah. The fuck Man, that thing is when, the it, when it do come about, though, and like, when you do think about it, like, you go looking for it, like, damn. Damn, I gave that shit away, man. <laughs> <laughs> for me, it's electronics, though. If it's some type of, like, if I come across like a USB drive or some shit, nah, I'm keeping it. I, I, what's on this? I know it's something on this shit. Like I ain't finna just throw away no fucking USB drive, mm-hmm. no shit like that. But any other shit? Nah, I'm cool. 
electronics, cords and wires. Oh, I hoard that shit. Because mm-hmm. ain't no telling when motherfucker gonna need. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like electronics, cords, and wires, Even and little adapters. I needed, I and somebody little, didn't need that motherfucker. Yeah, man. I hoard that type of shit. But other than that, no, nah, fuck out of here. Oh no, man. You think working from home makes it hard for you too? Kind of like it, it, like you, you've gotten used to not getting up. Cause I, nigga, when you was going into your office, nigga, you make sure you get up, you get dressed, you smell good, you, you shower, you do all that shit, and then you got you kind of move out the house. But now you get kinda. to just, you know, what I mean, just wake up and stay in your drawers Sometimes, and, man. Yeah, and just, you know, clothes, yeah, man. you get to just. So you think that kind of contributes to the maybe. You yeah. know what I mean? But when it's time to show up, it's I show up. It ain't and it made me lazy to that point, you know what I mean? Like when it's time to get out the house, I enjoy getting out the house. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know, man. Uh man, hold up, man. You gotta pause, man. Pause, pause the show real quick because okay. I gotta, I gotta tell you what happened, man. All right. Bitch. All right. Yeah. Yeah, man. So Try to figure out how to segue back into something yeah, else. Man. Yeah, man. Y'all tune in Tuesday because we, we're the off mic conversation we just had is going to happen. And I get it. I'm with you. It took a minute for me even to be able to tell motherfuckers that what I'm going mm-hmm. through. But yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Y'all tune in Tuesday, man. And shout out to the new listeners too on our Patreon family and shit too. So. A new listener, yeah, yeah. <laughs> man. Hey, man, you, you, yeah. you put an ass on that bitch because right. nobody else you're right. know. All right, you're right. You're right. Hopefully, you gotta you make it sound like, yeah, <laughs> we, we it's gonna be some more, too. It's gonna be some more coming, like when motherfuckers, motherfuckers be like, be nosy, motherfuckers be like, is there some hoes in there? And he'd be like, nigga, but uh, it's only like three of them. No, nah, don't do that to me. But I'll niggas, niggas be like, bro, you spend your money and you walk down there and it's only three hoes. <laughs> I'm fucking you up, nigga. Nah, it's some in there, but just not the ones that, you know what I mean? Some Somebody won't fuck on. Uh-oh, okay. But yeah. yeah. But somebody would like him. Yeah. Where the fuck is Hood at? This nigga was on his way a long time ago. All right. Anyways. <laughs> um. One of the things that we was talking about off mic, and we ain't got to go full into detail about is like um, coping mechanisms. Mm-hmm. And every like everybody doesn't, I won't even say everybody, I, I, but I feel like most people have um, traumatic shit that happened in their childhood. Mm-hmm. And it ain't even gotta be big shit. For somebody, it literally can be that somebody took a Barbie doll away from them. Somebody and for them, they just triggered some shit in their head that just carried over into their fucking adulthood. Um, I definitely know that me personally, I had terrible coping mechanisms, man. Fucking, I was a self sabotager. You know what I mean? Like, I, I was like, shit would be going cool I would think but I never trusted it enough and so I would have to find it because I couldn't control it like now I'm in therapy and all of that shit now so I get it but like it was it was like I had to find a way to control what I couldn't control because it seemed cool but I don't understand it and I don't know but I, I need a sense of control and my way of gaining control was dysfunctional <laughs> which made shit even worse and even more out of control. And then my control turned into desperation. <laughs> now I'm desperate to try to get control, which man, it. Do you feel like it was a sense of control? Hold up. What do you mean? Yourself. Yeah. This is whatever K- name, whatever name you finna say is going to be the name that they will always remember you by. Yep. So, if you yep. <laughs> so whatever name that you say, 
that be, let that be the name you stick to. So it got to be copyrighted, though. No, it ain't got to be copyrighted because sometimes we'll just give you a name. We got like three mics on this show. We got Myth Man Mike. We got Light Skin Mike. And then we got Extra Mike. <laughs> so whatever name you give yourself, just know that that's the name that you're going to be always called by on this show when the people listen to you. Respect, respect. Well, it's K-Love. Okay. Um, okay. Brothers of the Drunken Nights. Um, and, and basically my question to you was, was it a sense of control or do you feel like your coping mechanism really gave you control? It was definitely a sense of feeling out of control. My coping mechanism made me feel like I had some control, but the reality was you I didn't. Control shit. Yeah, I didn't. You know what I mean? Because what how how we do? was how we was talking about fuck it, I say it on here. Yeah. So how we was talking about coming home to a clean house, right? Mm -hmm. It was like, fuck shit would happen. And then I go out and I'll be on some fuck shit. Mm -hmm. On some fuck nigga shit. You know what I mean? But when I get home, my house still ain't clean. Mm -hmm. You dig what I'm saying? So that feeling that you get, that you thought that you was fucking getting by mm -hmm. Going over here and doing this, the reality is when you come back, come that, that same feeling, that same feeling is still there. Mm -hmm. So you really didn't do shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? You didn't get what you thought that you fuck you was looking for mm -hmm. because you came back to some dirty shit. Mm -hmm. Just so nasty. <sighs> Just nasty. I can say it, it, all of that shit is rooted in feelings, not facts, period. It, yeah. All of that shit is really rooted in feelings. Yeah, I I even go to. Um, should can, can I say what you said, Joe Copa? Because I think we share the same. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, Absolutely. Talk about <laughs> it. Mine, Talk about it. Mine has always been pussy. Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um, and even when I when I don't have pussy, it's just my hand. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When I'm going through something. Shit, man. Let me get this out. Let me get this out, me. Mm -hmm. And shit, like I feel a little bit better when I'm empty. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but shit, that comes with so much. You know what I mean? Like I'm trying not to. Be, like one thing I can say is that I, I I am not a womanizer, but at the same time, because I know, like I grew up around it. You know what I mean? So I I know what womanizing looks like. But at the same time, I have uh I think I've sex has I've it's lost its um appeal. Uh, uh, pretty much. Yeah. You know I, I mean? get that too. And, I can uh, understand that. And it's like it's the, the the real meaning for it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like you supposed to you supposed to really have that act with somebody that you really care about. It's more of a physical. I mean, a mental thing now. Yeah, than it is physical. Yeah, yeah. And no, nah, for me right now, it's purely physical. Mm. You know what I mean? Do you feel like that's because of hurt? Yeah. Yeah, I ain't gonna lie, man. I am terrified to love again. Because, like, would it go bad, bro? It yeah. go bad. And, and I, you off your square. Yeah, you got to build yourself back up again and shit. Yeah. Bruh. Man, that's a scary feeling. Bro. Yeah. It's really scary when the essence yeah. of you is love. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, when Nigga. it really doesn't cost you to love because you naturally are a giver. Yeah. You naturally are a lover. Mm -hmm. Bro, you just almost brought a tit of my eye. Yeah, because <laughs> I ain't heard. Yeah. I ain't, nigga, I ain't heard it, but nigga, that is me. Yeah, for real, for real. I, I always, I always show not. love. Every time I come around, that's what I, that's what I want to be. You know that's what I mean? That's how you judge people yeah, off of too. For real. 
like, oh, hold on. He a little color. I don't know about him. Yeah. She didn't respond this way. Mm-hmm. Like, he was a little rough around the edges. She, she ain't do what I feel like. But really, you judge it off of love. Mm-hmm. And it's not, and, and they say not to judge, but you got to judge it by something, right? And, and that's wisdom. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't just ignore stuff. Mm-hmm. Bro, Kayla, I'm sorry. I'm cutting you off, man. But that's, I think that's really been, like, my biggest battle, man, is the fact of feeling like that. Because I have not been, like, as angry as I feel like I should be mm-hmm. because I move off of love. love. Mm-hmm. And so then I question myself. Is like, am I doing too much? Man, are you being a weak-ass nigga? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Are you being a weak-ass nigga? Because another motherfucker might have knocked the motherfucker head off about this shit. Mm-hmm. But you trying to be... Like yo, know, that's been that's been part of my biggest battle is just like, am I being a fucking a sucker? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that is my essence. I'm a nigga that love. I'm a nigga that got compassion. I got empathy. <laughs> I'm what? not laughing at you. What? I- <laughs> this is a completely off subject. We, I promise, we coming back to it. Okay. But I just saw Jared, uh, Jared, uh, Gerard Carmichael. Um, he, I guess he hosted the the Globe Globes or whatever, mm-hmm. and they had a picture of him. And it's like, man, ever since this nigga came out, he just looked gay to me. Now. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he didn't. <laughs> he didn't look gay. But every time I see him, he looked gay. <laughs> That was my fear, nigga. I didn't want to feel like I look gay because nah, I love so much, man. Great, great. No, nah, but <laughs> yeah. you didn't. But you, you don't though. Yeah, and that was that was what you said, man. It was just like that's who I am. I, to I didn't. Answer. I never like that was something that I I didn't talk about like out loud because mm-hmm. even though the shit that I I've been through in my marriage and the feelings that I have, like, I don't have those feelings of, like, anger or resentment or none of that shit. It's just all love and compassion and understanding and just, like, all of that shit. And a part of me was feeling like, nigga, should you be mad? Like, nigga, is something wrong with you that you just, like... No. I I feel like that's your perspective has changed, though. Like, you know, not to bring up something that was spoken about, you know, off, off of you know yeah. the podcast but like you mentioned you mentioned you okay so you say you you're a person of love right yeah but like with loving like you you spoke about having the uh gratitude the the, yeah. the perspective of gratitude yeah. that's why you're able to say that now right because the place that I'm at I'm not there yet like, like now, now, now understand, that's yeah. who I am, and I've mm-hmm. been there, mm-hmm. but as we all know, as grown men, life comes, yeah. and you can't control it, right? And this is the, a divine conversation because it's tying all together, right? The fact that we're talking about the essence of love and things like that, mm-hmm. and then what we were talking about earlier, as far as, right, like, let, let's just stick to the, the love thing. Like, for me right now, like, my guy said, he say he not really with the mental right now. It's mm-hmm. all physical. Mm-hmm. That's hurt. Yeah. I'm where you at. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So my coping mechanism right now is, you know, yeah. like who can, who can make me not think about my problems? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You understand what I'm saying? And, and so to be at a place of gratitude is a beautiful place. You know, and I know you in therapy because that's one of the, the strategies it's, that it's, they tell you bro, about. No, no, she ain't talk to me shit about therapy. But it's real. Gratitude. That my gratitude is real. Like, nigga. My, she ain't say nigga because she a white woman. <laughs> but, <laughs> but she really been on my head like, bruh, fuck out of here with that shit. She, she been on my head about that shit. The, the, the way that I was able to get to the gratitude is the same way that everybody gets to gratitude because fuck shit is in front of us way more then we can give their pre like this morning um i was grateful for the fact that i it sounds cliche but the fact that i was able to wake up and make today better than yesterday mm-hmm. like i and i and i thank god for that like all right and then i asked him all right yo 
help me make today better because mm-hmm. I, I don't I don't know exactly what the fuck I need to do today to make it better. But, but show me something. Yeah, show yeah. me something. Help me. Help me out. You know what I mean? And so, like, even with my situation, I was grateful to the fact that this is happening. Thank you, God, for giving me a friend that I can have a bedroom in. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, because there's some motherfuckers that go through this shit, and, bro, they literally have no fucking where to go. Mm-hmm. So it's like those little things, like, To be grateful really is to be able to put your ego to the side because I, I have the right to bitch about this if I want to. But what the fuck is that going to solve? You know yeah. what I mean? So I had to I had to first put myself into a place of gratitude before God could put me in a place to be grateful. And then I just thanked him. So I get where y'all coming from, too, because I was in that space. I, man. Okay, but check it. Can I, I love you? Can I lovingly not fuck with you though? Yes, that's so wisdom. That's, that's one of the yeah. things I re- I just read in the chapter, uh, in a book that I wrote. I mean, not that I wrote shit. I'm writing a book, you a bitch, <laughs> and I tell you why. It's all about victimhood. So, uh, but in a book that I'm reading, yeah, it's possible because it's like it's it's uh, about detachment. Mm-hmm. You you. It's possible to be able to detach with love. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So when you detach with love, it doesn't mean that um, you're just completely like most people say detach. They look at it almost like cancel culture. You're a cancer. I should never speak to you. I should never talk to you. You are blocked on everything because I'm detached from you. Mm -hmm. But what it really means is that you decide that you're not going to take on the emotional responsibilities of what that was. Mm -hmm. So you're able to detach, but not do it in a way where it's callous or anything like that. And Mm -hmm. pretty much what it stands for is like setting healthy boundaries for yourself. Mm -hmm. So it's like, even though going through this and going through that, I'm able to still have these conversations with you. I'm able to check up on you. I can do this and I can do that, but that I don't have the, I'm not going to, uh, invest my emotional and mental state into what this was. I will respect you as a human being and I will do this and I will do that, but my mental and my emotional, I cannot align it with you. So that's the way that you can detach with love. So yeah, it's possible to do that shit. And I feel like that's the way to really control. Like we was talking about control earlier, right? And I was just a, a listener at that time. But to bring it all together, like what you're talking about is control. Like, because at the end of the day, the only thing we can really control is ourselves, right? So when we're talking about the love and then you, you know, you were mentioning, Hey, am I a a bitch? Because like, I want to let this go and not allow myself to explode or have to prove a point or mm-hmm. have to say, hey, I'm not the one to play with like this. Mm-hmm. Or, hey, that, that in reality, it's pride, yeah, right? That's so really what it do I have is. enough control within myself to say, hey, forget pride. Mm-hmm. This is the issue. This is the solution. Yeah. This is the root. Yeah. This is how we overcome this. Yep. That's the real essence of control, though. But it's like, because of the traumatic experiences in our life, in our we childhood, responses. we try to grab <laughs> yeah. any control. So so for me, you know, and, and, and as my brother was saying, pussy is a, a coping mechanism. Like yeah. that's something that we feel that helps us feel a sense of control because it's something that we're good at. Like something that we may be good at getting. It's something that we may get good reactions and results from. And it gives us a sense of security. A false sense of security Very at that. I'm, I'm going to tell you exactly what it is. It's a dopamine hit. Yeah, that's facts. all it is. And that's and like that facts. that that's a real chemical mm-hmm. that motherfuckers get addicted to. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And so it's easy because I was that same nigga. Like if, before, nigga, when I was on fuck shit and shit was happening at the crib and shit, the fact that I knew that another bitch wanted me. And I could fuck her was enough. The pussy was a plus. Man, you dig what I'm saying? Like facts. I got the dopamine hit facts. off the fact of knowing it's the same that this thing. bitch wanted to fuck with me. I think it's the same thing with like social media, like the likes oh, and yeah. shit. That shit yeah. brings dopamine. You yeah. listen, you get validation from these people. 
liking your post or whatever. And so it's like, but that's the thing. I don't think I don't think that people understand. And that's something that I've been recently researching is the fact that people are not addicted to what they think they're addicted to. The nigga's not addicted to the pussy. He's addicted to, to the dopamine, dopamine hit. Yeah, that's and fact. so wherever he can get the dopamine hit, that's he's going to fucking get it. Yeah. And so yeah. once people can get to the root of their shit is when they can start doing their healing. Because if I'm sitting here saying the whole time that I love pussy, I just, and you trying to eliminate pussy, you going to fail every time yeah. because you ain't getting to the root of what your shit is. And so one, you're addicted to the dopamine hit. It ain't the pussy. And then you got to figure out, all right, what caused me to start being addicted <laughs> To this dopamine hit. What happened that I started needing this shit? I like it just for the hell of it, just for the yellow <laughs> bit. For, for the, the smell, smell of it. it. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't gonna lie to you. That pussy, <laughs> hey, pussy was the greatest thing you guys ever created. Yeah. You know what I mean? But we, we, man, we gotta have those. We. So I worked in uh, quality. There, bud. Yeah, yeah. I worked in quality. Right, I was a quality technician, and one of our things was, if you could answer five whys or minimum, you can get to the root of what anything is. So when you work, with, I'm working in the warehouse, and we trying to figure out what's going on and a way to make it better. We're gonna ask you why five times. By that fifth time, you should be at the root of the fucking problem. Mm. Yeah. So even in instances when a motherfucker say, I'm mad. Why? why? Yeah, I like And that. then you dig deep. And by the time you get to that fifth why, that's when you get to the root. Once you get to the root, that's what you need to work on. And a lot of times motherfuckers go to therapy on that first why. And they never go any fucking deeper. And then mm-hmm. they say therapy don't work. Mm-hmm. Because they never went any deeper. And so that's something that I ended up learning with myself, and that's some self-talk that I do to myself. So whenever I'm feeling something or even when I'm feeling anxious because I still have anxiety, that ain't going to never go away. And I don't expect it to go away, and I don't want it to go away because there's certain times my anxiety helps me. Mm-hmm. Motherfuckers walk into the room, and all of a sudden I feel them. Hey. Something all right, let me keep my... <laughs> Yeah, let me like my some 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 don't see some don't feel right around this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. So it's times my anxiety helped me, but I gotta start asking myself, hey, nigga, why you feel like this? All right, it's be times before like, do you feel like that nigga fresher than you right now? Man, <laughs> you feel like he gonna get all the bitches? Then your pride on the line right now, nigga. Hey, nigga, you good? Nigga, chill. You ever get? Or to it's the- times where it's just like the way that nigga walked in, nigga, he bumping in the motherfuckers, didn't even say excuse me. The way that he moving through is like. All right, this is a nigga that I need to watch. Mm-hmm. So it's like you just ask, you keep at, why am I feeling like this? Okay, what does this get to? Why, 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 why? You do that shit five times, you get to the root of your shit. Mm-hmm. So motherfucker, y'all saying like, pussy is the coping mechanism? Nah, you it's something deeper than the pussy. The valid now that validation word is is very strong. True indeed. But all of it really is rooted to self worth and self esteem. True indeed. Mm. You're right. Mm. You're definitely right about yeah. that. And it's, it's sick, man. Like, when, when I think about myself, mm-hmm. you know, and the things that I do and why I do it, mm-hmm. you know, because you, you got to be real with yourself if, if you want to overcome. Because even indeed. when you identify the root, you got to be real with yourself like, okay. Yeah, because I was about yeah. to say, how many times have you got to, like, the fourth or fifth why and you've been like, man, fuck that shit? Well, I don't think it's going <laughs> to take the fifth the, the the fifth why for everybody. Mm-hmm. It's not. I think I think yeah, that that five whys is going to come at an entry. That's level. at the extreme level. Yeah, mm-hmm. like yeah. If you a lot of people could take the third one mm-hmm. or something. You know what I mean? Yeah, if a motherfucker is at least third, yeah, that some, third is typical though. Yeah, yeah, for somebody who know how to track it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But but still, how many times have you got there and been like, man, fuck that? I'm going to tell you, I'm, the times that I said fuck that, I promise you, I didn't even get to the fifth why. <laughs> <laughs> because I already, already, I already gave myself the excuse or justification or gave myself the permission to act on, on, some, on some shit that I knew what was wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And, and because nobody's perfect, 
there's plenty of excuses why we can do shit wrong. That's real. You dig what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so when you do that, that shit is just a weakness. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you a weak-ass nigga. And I've been there. I was a weak-ass nigga. I was like, nobody's fucking perfect. There's a reservoir of fucking imperfections that I could pull that would justify my fucking actions. And so one thing that I had to learn was nobody's nobody actions justifies my character. Mm-hmm. And so I had to start realizing that like my actions is what tells what my character is and then my character walks into rooms before i do mm-hmm. you know what i mean and so i used to react off a lot of shit a lot of times she did this she did that and so it made me feel like this and so now i'm moving like this blase blase and then i had to be like that motherfucker controlling me mm-hmm. like that motherfucker controlling me because it don't matter what the fuck she does, that does not dictate my character. Mm-hmm. And if I'm acting like this, I got to be real with myself. Like, nigga, you being a weak-ass nigga right now. Mm-hmm. You not being yourself. So that means that you're going to do this just because she did that. Nigga, you ain't even taking responsibility mm-hmm. or accountability for your shit. Always be Because once you confront it, you're going to be like, if you didn't, then no. I wouldn't. Nah. That ain't what I was talking about. I know, but that's some shit that I that I ended up. That was some shit that I learned a long time ago. So mm-hmm. you know what I mean. I think it's a big problem in relationships, though. Oh yeah, what you're speaking on. True indeed. Like both, I think both parties do that. Mm-hmm. I feel like I definitely have been guilty of that. Mm-hmm. Like, cause cause again, I am one of those ones who try to go to the root. Mm-hmm. And you have to be careful. You have to create that balance mm-hmm. because you can enable yourself. And mm-hmm. always find an excuse mm-hmm. on your actions when, in in reality, you control your response. Mm-hmm. No matter what, if somebody spit on you, you don't have to dog them. You don't have to spit mm-hmm. back on them. You don't have mm-hmm. to, you know, take their head off. You mm-hmm. don't have to do any of that. You can decide to walk away. Like mm-hmm. you really can. But then you're probably gonna say you a bitch. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Correct. Yeah. And so that's that's the. But that, that, if you want to be honest, it goes to your surroundings, though. You know what I mean? Like, like how you were raised, your yeah. morals, your principalities. Because there is people who would be accustomed to or comfortable with walking away without them in their head saying, "Okay, am I a punk for this? Mm-hmm. You know, am I am I mm-hmm. uh, am I soft for walking away when you know in reality my peers." would think this of me, mm-hmm. you know, or, or to even go even deeper, my old self would have handled it this way. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of the times it's hard for us to let go of the old self. And I feel like that's yeah. one of the biggest things that I'm trying to transform from, <sighs> you know what I mean? Is, is letting stuff like reacting differently. Like they say insanity is, is doing the same thing and expecting different results. Mm-hmm. So how am I going to get different results and I'm still coping the same way? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, how am I getting different results and I'm reacting the same way when I don't get my way? Mm-hmm. Like, how am, how am I going to change the outcome? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, man. I think we need to eliminate the notion that you soft for leaving. You know what I mean? Because sometimes that's the strongest thing you can do is to leave the situation. Nigga. You know what I'm saying? Nigga. That takes strength. Yeah. It does. <laughs> but for some motherfuckers that ain't stripped though, I be I be envious of some motherfuckers, man, that's able like, man. Alright, fuck. It's not Tuesday, but fuck it. So I'm talking to my brother about some shit. I'm talking to him about this shit. And he's talking to me about some shit that happened like years ago. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And some shit happened that was way less what happened with me mm-hmm. and he was like nigga i was planning my exit mm-hmm. nigga i fucked that shit i'm out of here and, I, and a part of me was just like nigga like how how was it that you like what was your mental because my first thought my first thought when things happen is just like self-reflection all right did i okay and i'm trying to figure out how to make this shit work or whatever whatever but his first thought is quickly once his boundary is crossed it ain't like this is my boundary. 
Like, you ain't finna fuck with that. I'm out. Mm-hmm. But my boundaries were so fucking loose. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, nigga, we came from the same shit. Mm-hmm. How did you develop that? Mm-hmm. But I'm like this. And what, in which, like, we had that conversation and I understood I got it because I was always the family protector. Mm-hmm. So, like, my safety, my health, my mental, my emotional was never in the forefront. It was always everybody else mm-hmm. before me. My mom, my brothers. It was always that my entire life. You know what I mean? And then I met my woman. We got kids. We married. Da, 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 and it was always their shit. I never had the time to figure out who the fuck I am just as a man. And so when little shit happened, I took those chances and I was on fuck shit. I wasn't happy with myself about it. But... But it's some motherfuckers that don't, they ain't playing about their shit and they end up happy in the end. That shouldn't be weird to me. I'll be like, how the fuck did you get that? I never had that type of self confidence, that self esteem, that type of self worth. Because I always told myself I wasn't worthy. I didn't meet my father until I was 25. Mm -hmm. So, through the traumatic shit that I went through, shit in elementary school I think it's when it started and it was just like if my father didn't love me enough to be here and help me through this shit there's no person on this earth that will love me I'm unlovable and I told myself that for upon years so to get to a point to where it's just like alright nigga you gotta figure it out it's like whoa fuck is happening right now <laughs> the fuck is happening right now mm-hmm. i'm used to being what i need to be for everybody else mm-hmm. so that's been my battle right now that's been my kind of like my struggle just trying to figure out how the fuck do i not everything that i've been doing for everybody else how do i do that shit for myself now I'm in the process of trying to set and stick to my boundaries. You know what I mean? Like, look, man, you crossed this line. Ain't no coming back. Because for me, I've always been an empath for the most part. Or Mm -hmm. understanding at some point. Like, Mm -hmm. man, maybe you had this going on. Shit. I'll give you another chance. Yeah. Nah. Ain't no more chances. Bro, that's where I'm at. Uh, nigga. Like fuck money. it. So how yeah. can you balance that? <laughs> huh? How can you balance that? You can't. Because it has to be a no, balance. No, it's right? not a balance. Then that's where we get shit fucked up, especially if us, of people that are, are that come from love. It's hard for us to not love. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But when it, when it comes to boundaries, we always look at it as selfish a little bit. I had, I, nigga, fuck it. I told Jerk, as long as you drinking, don't call me no more. That shit was hard. That shit almost brought tears to my eyes. Mm -hmm. But I know that I've been this for you, and it's been doing nothing but enabling you, but draining me. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? And so I had to set a strong fucking boundary against my own fucking brother. And because boundaries are not circumstantial, mm-hmm. but your boundary is your fucking boundary. You go to Walmart and this is the price. It don't give a fuck who the customer is, nigga. This is the price. No matter who the fuck scans it or whatever, that's what the fucking price is. Mm-hmm. The same way with your fucking water bill, your light bill. They have a strong fucking boundary. If you don't pay this price at this date, we are going to discontinue the services that we give to you. Period. So boundaries are not circumstantial, and that's something that I'm learning. That if this is your boundary, it don't give a fuck who the person is that comes to that motherfucker. This is your boundary. So what's an example of a boundary? So a boundary is you need to figure out what your triggers are first. Before you start setting boundaries, you need to start figuring out who you are first or at least who you are today. And what you don't need today, because 
when you when you initially set boundaries, it's definitely rooted in selfishness, right? So as you as you begin as you begin to grow and mature, your boundaries kind of will change because you will be able to tell yourself that, all right, like I was tripping, but you needed it. The same way we're training a dog, mm-hmm. you got to put that motherfucker in a certain type of cage first mm-hmm. before you can start like expanding and, and getting them to be like, all right, all right, and then he'll start learning. So when you first start setting strict boundaries, it's gonna look extremely selfish. So you got to figure out one. Let's just say your pussy is a trigger, right? Um, not your pussy, but pussy is a trigger, right? I'm glad you fixed that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you know that this is a problem for you. You're going to have to identify what pussy means to you. And then you're going to have to figure out, okay. Well, shit. All right, fuck it. I'll, I'll go ahead. So I'm in a point right now where I, I want some pussy. <laughs> I yeah. do. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I, I yeah. would love some pussy. But I know that I'm in a place where I'm doing a lot of healing. I'm doing a lot of growing. And to fuck with another woman on, on a certain type of level will become a distraction for what's important for me. Man, so you I know remember I mean? when I was there and y'all niggas was talking shit about me? Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I think about that frequently. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you didn't, you didn't, you didn't, uh, I didn't say it as you eloquently you, as you, you just yeah, put it. You didn't, yeah. yeah. You didn't say it. You, the way that you were saying it. Yeah. yeah. It, it was easy to make jokes about you, yeah. but you know, so I'm like, okay, I can't be fucking on no woman that I can't at least see. Like we could, we could at least go out and uh-huh. have a good time. Yeah. Like, we can't at least. So it's like. But with five and one ratio, I'm going to find two, three of them that I can go out with, though. <laughs> oh, shit. That's I feel like I'm boundary, huh? All right, let me, let me go ahead. What's up, little bitch? Oh, shit. Um. What's up, brother? Shot. Mike, man. Pleasure to meet you. All right, yeah, I'm saying too much. All right, this ain't Tuesday. So a boundary, bro, a, a, a healthy boundary is something that you know that brings you negative feelings. Like, this is going to bring me guilt. This is mm. going to probably bring me shame. shame. Mm. This is probably going to bring me, if I do this, this is going to do that. And what happens is, once you set that boundary, I swear to God, nigga, I ain't had so many bitches hit me up when I was married. <laughs> and then once you set that boundary, that's when the motherfuckers shit going to hit you, bro. That's when you're going to start seeing all this shit. But the reality is it's always been there. The same way when you say, shit, I want me a 19, uh, 2022 white Tahoe. You're going to see white Tahoes every motherfucking where. The moment you set that boundary, is when everything that was testing it is gonna start knocking on that motherfucker to see if you're serious, nigga. So basically, you're saying boundaries are equivalent to cost. Yeah, sacrifice. Mm-hmm. I won't say cost. Oh, I guess same thing. Yeah, but sacrifice, because you're sacrificing for a better version of yourself, mm-hmm. your truest version of yourself. Because everything that you've been doing is just trauma responses. That's not the way we're supposed to live. You know what I mean? So we want to be the the most authentic version of ourselves, not the the the, the fucked up version of ourselves, the, the version of us that's been through all of this shit. And this is our way of getting through those fucked up feelings and those traumatic feelings and all of that shit. We want to be our most authentic selves. And so when you set that boundary, that boundary may end up moving once you heal through that part. You know what I mean? So. A healthy boundary. So if you fucking on women and da 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 da, you might move a boundary to where there's only certain type of women that I fuck on. <laughs> there's only a certain type of women that I fuck on. That's where yeah. I'm at. Yeah. 
Shit. Never mind. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you need to get, you need some more wise, brother, because you're the pickle. <laughs> <laughs> you need to go down to wise. <laughs> it costs. It costs. It definitely costs, brother. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, man. I'm a. I might. I might have to do some cleansing. You know what I mean? Because uh, likewise, brother. Yeah. Uh, of relationships across the board, man. You know what I mean? Just because. Uh, I've I've come to realize that like I've, I expel a lot of energy in places that. I could probably be that energy could be used elsewhere um and I, i've got to i've got to be better at hoarding my own energy for myself you know what i mean i have been doing that <laughs> but you know it is niggas hey gentlemen gentlemen is listening man Beat your shit. You gotta beat your shit, man. And the only reason I said, if, <laughs> if you don't, if you don't, you you increase your risk. Nah, of getting fucking prostate cancer. You know they say uh, every man should ejaculate at least two to three times a week, every other day. Because if you don't, if you don't ejaculate two to three times a week, you uh, raise your risk of testicular cancer. Yeah, so hey, you get get that up out of you. <laughs> might as well, <laughs> might as well split. I wish pick that mic up and say that in there. Yeah, Millie the man Mike walked in a bitch ass name. Hey man, I had to come see you. Yeah. know what I mean, no, you you didn't. Fuck it, but. <laughs> <laughs> Ah, right, what was you calling me yesterday, nigga? You on the show now, nigga. What I call you yesterday? Yeah, it was a Bitch derogatory term. Ah, nah. Ah, you ain't gonna say it. Ah, you ain't gonna call me that. Okay, yeah. All right, yeah. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you what you acting like right now. <laughs> I ain't gonna tell you what you yeah. acting like. Nah. So, yeah, man. Nah. Say King K back back in this bitch. I, you know what I mean. I just grabbed a mic. You right, didn't say what you was gonna oh, say. Oh yeah, man. With it, the with the shit. If you, yeah. if you don't use it, you lose it. So you might as well spooge it. Yeah, yeah. Let it go, man. Let it fly. Put it in the wind. Yeah. Uh, you know no, don't put it in the wind. Yeah, tissue That's, or something. Yeah. Man, a a sock. Warm towel. <laughs> 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 Say a mouth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's more like it. That's more like it. It's a pussy. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Not in the pussy. In the mouth, bro. Yeah. No, yeah. Not in no pussy. Yeah. You right. <laughs> not in no. <laughs> y'all come and visit us on Tuesday. Yeah. We, yeah. We got a mouthful for you. Pause. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot. It ain't, yeah. It ain't just women on. But, uh, man, this was a dope-ass conversation. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, I wouldn't expect, because I was drawing blanks for a minute after I, you know, after <laughs> I drew all that, after I told y'all niggas all that shit. I, Bro, I even, learned, I'm going to talk about this shit. I will say, I felt a little bit, I feel a little bit better than I did when I came over to this motherfucker. Me you too, should. bro. Yeah. You should. Man, one thing that I learned, especially, like, like being a father, right? It kind of taught me that I don't need to take everything personal. Mm-hmm. Right? So I've talked about it on the show before. My middle one, that was that one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that was that one. And man, it was hurtful. And it was saddened to me, man. But I had to realize that. A motherfucker gonna do what they gonna do. Yeah. And I could try and do the best that I can, 
with what I have. But if you gonna end up doing whatever the fuck you gonna do, it ain't shit that I could do about it. Especially when you technically grown by the law. Mm-hmm. It ain't shit I could do. Mm-hmm. So the only thing that I can do is give you some of the best fucking knowledge or wisdom <laughs> that I can. Yeah. But I'm glad that's where you had to with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that sounded like it said that that was a, we talked about your your daughter, but yeah, okay, yeah, because it was set up nasty at first. If I wouldn't have known that, uh, okay. <laughs> the best I could do is give you some of the best. Oh shit! <laughs> that's, yeah. that is yeah. that's fuck, <laughs> fucking weird. But yeah, that was that's one of the things that I learned. So it's just like trying to figure out how to be the best parent that you can be for your kid is wasted energy. (laughs) (laughs) It really fucking is, man, because you can only be the best version of a parent as you are the best version of who you fucking are. (laughs) You know what I mean? So in order to be the best fucking parent that you can be, you got to be the best version of you that you are Mm -hmm. you know what i mean and so that's why having meetings amongst your brothers and talking about shit help put fat on your head which helps you put fat on their head Mm -hmm. so i'm glad you 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 got there because i remember when we started this show how you was how you was about your daughters bruh yeah Nigga, I had a whole episode where I stopped the whole show. It stormed off. I was shitty. <laughs> but, yeah, man. That nigga, that's, like, that's going to end up being my nigga, man. She ain't, that's my nigga. I ain't, ain't going to come say what she say. But, but yeah, man. My middle one, yeah, man. That's my dog. My youngest, that's my, that's my leech. <laughs> you know what I mean? She on me, bro. She, that, that's. She been on me since she was born. Mm-hmm. She 14 now. And she's still like, that's daddy's baby. Mm-hmm. Oldest, always been independent, had her own mind. She live with her boyfriend that's right now. always is. And she she got her own thing going on, but she love her daddy. Nigga. She didn't already told me. She was like, when I become a parent, nigga, you are the person I'm modeling my parenthood after. Mm. Like, you, you are that nigga. And that shit she helped said that me. To you. Yeah. She didn't say no exact words, but that shit helped me because I had felt like I was such a bad father to them for a long time. Mm-hmm. And by the time and by the time no, nah, I wasn't. But because by the time I figured it out and I started emotionally maturing, by the time I looked at my daughter's ages, I was like, fuck, I should have been here when they when they really fucking needed it. But it didn't count. And that growing stages of like all of that shit. And so listening to her in that conversation that I had with her, it was like, I know that that's what I was on because, you know, like K-Love said, I'm moving in the essence of love. But I didn't know that it was really translating to my kids the way that it was. And so the conversation that we had, she was was just like, hey, stop saying that. Mm Mm-hmm. Like you literally was everything that we needed. Everything that we needed in the times that we needed it, you was there. Mm-hmm. And you did your thing. Quit saying that. Mm-hmm. And so that shit like changed my whole like, <sighs> bruh. It, it helped change my like, damn. That's what put me in this position where like valid talking about validation and shit mm-hmm. was like, she said that shit. She said you weren't shit. I ain't gonna That's say that. Them. I ain't gonna say that, but I'm saying like I'm saying Don't listen to other motherfuckers tell you how to feel about you. So who said you weren't shit? I ain't saying nobody said I said I weren't shit. Where I'm saying where you get the validation from? If your daughters told you, you know what I mean, but like where who planted that seed in your head that you weren't shit to them as a parent? Oh, we can talk about it on Tuesday. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But 
Don't let a motherfucker tell you because a, a, a motherfucker's perception of you is not who you are. That's just their perception of you because it's the perception of what they have about themselves. Mm. Yeah, you're supposed to know who you are, but it's tough. It's tough, it's to, tough to find out, yeah. man. Especially when you grew up in traumatic experience. Like, I had a dysfunctional, fucked up childhood. Mm. Nigga, so my, my self-worth and all of that shit was fucked up from the gate. So... <sighs> Man, I'm glad we had this conversation. This was dope. Yeah. yeah. This was a dope conversation, man. This is the number one self-help podcast on, on the World, World Wide, Wide Web. Web. Bitch. Do, do, do. And if y'all would like to talk to us about any of the shit y'all got going on, or y'all just want to know, know, know more about us and shit like that, y'all can reach us at 317-426-8123. One more time, that's 317-426-8123. One more time, that's 317-426-8123. Bitch. And y'all can text us, and we'll text y'all right back and all of that good shit. Yeah, and then, you know, again... Uh, take that Tuesday, this Tuesday. I'm gonna be up in that thing, man. So pull up, shake mm-hmm. your hand, shake your ass, you know, what I mean? and have a good time. Mm-hmm. All of that. All right, y'all. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we thank y'all. Oh, no, no, no. That's the last part. We are the drunk and us, but take the truth. Mm-hmm. And our truth ain't gotta be your truth, but it's but that's not making none the less the fucking truth. Bitch. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. And we thank y'all. Raleigh. But for those that are not fucking with us, then fuck ya, bitch. bitch. And we done.